Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella Hella in Your your 30s. 30s. This week, we bring you the Seattle Steamer. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, except maybe children, all about navigating this dystopian world that we live in. Mira was really, really excited to say this week we bring you the Seattle steamer. And, and I looked at her and she goes, it's funny. And I was like, why? She's like, because it sounds like we're talking about poop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, God, my wife. Why? Why? Right, do you we're tell in Seattle. What I'm saying in <laughs> private. <laughs> okay. That's the grand joy of this uh, podcast is we're like we're gonna today. Okay, we're gonna go to the, go to the Pike Place Market. We're gonna eat some clams and we're gonna get some clams and come home and make them ourselves. And we're gonna you know explore the grand tradition of Northwest freaking cuisine. But really, it's just funny because you're like it sounds like poop. <laughs> dare you <laughs> all right well i am so excited for this episode because uh this is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world okay if you're not from the pacific northwest mm-hmm. okay listen we're talking about clams generally cooked in white wine butter yes little lemon juice and garlic, garlic. yes and you eat it and then you eat all the little clams and then you eat the broth with bread. And that's like the steamer thing, right? Lots of places have different ways of doing it. They're all over the country. I know, but this is the congratulations. Congratulations to everyone. Wow. Wow, You got steamers. Well, we're going to talk about our steamers this week. Yes. And we're also going to get into some trouble and like wander around. This is going to be very similar to last week in some ways, Mm -hmm. except for this week. We are on a quest for our ancestral food and also. <laughs> How was it like last week? Last week we went to Port Orchard, Washington and uh, we're just in karaoke bars. Right. So obviously we are back in the motherland. The womb the baby. The womb baby. And I feel like last week, you yeah. know, you were all with us. We went to a small town called Port Orchard and we were surprised by um, the amount of craziness that happened when the sun went down. But we did paint the picture of a Pacific Northwestern town. Yes. Riding the ferry and what the weather is like and all that kind of Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm, Now, mm -hmm. that's all I mean is that we were in another Pacific Northwestern town. Today we are in Seattle and it's going to rain and it's cloudy and fall is coming in. And we are running out of days to do, you know, special Seattle things. And today we got a day where we can go downtown and we can try different types of steamers at different places and get some fish and chips and be like weirdos walking around. We're going to take the light rail. (laughs) Yeah, right. This is Seattle, baby. We're going to the Pike Place Market. Yeah. We're getting clam chowder. Yeah. We're living life. Also, you're saying it's cloudy, but what it really is is a very classic Seattle day where it's pouring down rain. Yes. Then now it's completely sunny. Yes. And we think we have until 4 p.m. before we get uh, drenched. But that's part of the adventure. It is. I mean, it was really beautiful. And literally, as Nick said this, a cloud covered the sun, and now he's in complete darkness. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) we have no idea what the future holds and this is how you know we were teenagers in this weather like taking public transportation and sort of dressed for any type of weather and getting caught in a downpour and being unreasonably hot and then being unreasonably cold and like then you're gonna walk up and down a bunch of hills like this is the classic sort of thing and i love having these days with you yeah you know because sometimes we come back for Christmas or like a really short amount of time yeah. or like for whatever reason we're here, but it's kind of a very family oriented trip, you know? Yeah. And so it is actually pretty rare that we get a day alone when we um, can like really just, we're not tired and want to stay home and eat pizza. And like, and today we get to hop on the light rail, which did not exist when we lived here. Yeah. Well, so- I mean, when we lived here, I know I've touched on this before, but it's a scar that runs really deep. When we lived here, I never learned how to drive. And so I took buses and the buses in Seattle 
<laughs> at least from my memory, in the early aughts was the most annoying thing to do of all time. Like they didn't right. come on time. Right. You like they would be packed. They would be delayed because of rain. You would be waiting in the rain. It would be cold. There's a different schedule for like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then like the weekend well, schedule. Well, I started taking buses in the 90s. Yeah. And they were also just like, grimy and torn up and covered in pee <laughs> so now they have the light rail which is very fancy yeah right so we're gonna do that and then we're gonna pop down to the pike place bargain which is still kind of a time relic uh it's the best and it, i would always recommend going down there we've yeah. talked about going down there on multiple episodes of this podcast yeah. i don't care it's just like the big tourist trap thing downtown, but it's still a functional market yeah. and you can still get really great stuff down there. Yeah. And you can sit in a old ass restaurant and look out of the window and see the Puget sound. You know, it's I mean, incredible. It's, it's incredible. I mean, and locals use it. Yeah. And they've like protected it. So it's a historic site. So right. it doesn't change really. You're not going to have like a Bubba Gum shrimp house in there. Right, You're exactly. not going to have an IHOP pancake or yeah. like, Whatever, <laughs> like you Man, know. We have not eaten because we're saving ourselves for this, but you just made me so hungry by saying <laughs> IHOP. <laughs> Damn! Now I want to go to IHOP. Here. No, I want steamers. I love steamers because my grandma lives out um, on a in a different sound in a different bay. Right, but nearby in the in the area and. Going down to that beach and digging up clams and making steamers is one of my favorite all-time things. It's the closest thing I've ever done to hunting. It is, <laughs> it's true. It's the most outdoorsy, kill some animals and eat them thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. It's so fun. I absolutely love doing it, and I haven't done it in multiple years. Yeah. So I uh, and And last week when we were in Port Orchard, it's a little you know, water town. We're like, we'll get some clams and some mussels and no restaurants had them because I guess they're over it or whatever. We're <laughs> <laughs> just eating like whatever we had <laughs> hamburgers or something. Yeah. You know, so we, we need, we need some clams, man. I'm so, I'm, I'm so freaking excited. We're clamoring. <laughs> Oh Lord, he's coming! And I think we're gonna get some clam chowder too. Yeah, we're gonna get clam chowder because you threw a fit and said I said we should just get steamers and go. I need to get clam chowder. And I was well, like, well, why am I why am I blocking you here's from getting the thing. clam chowder? Good question. Don't ever do it again. Let that be a lesson to you and that you taught yourself. Okay. Thank you. So <laughs> I am really bougie about clam chowder. I don't like ordering it in restaurants because I have been tainted by the glory of the Pike Place Chowder House. I used to work there. Yes. Nick and I first started dating. We worked at I worked at the Charleston Street Cafe, which was like a diner that was really popular. And they have award-winning chowder. Yeah. And then the owner of the Charleston Street Cafe opened Pike Place Chowder and yeah. sells the same chowder down there. Yeah. And they make a killing. Their chowder's amazing. But also, what's <laughs> Is uh, you are just such a picky little bee about your chowder, and it's really funny because you'll go, you'll sit down. I feel like maybe I don't know. We all have like a friend or a relative or a partner or something that I know I do this too. Yeah. But you sit down, you see clam chowder on the menu, and then you do a big sigh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you go every single time. You yeah. go, I want it, but I, you know. I just want it to be good. <laughs> no. And then I go, just get a cup of it and try it. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you won't order it. And if I try to order it for you, you throw a fit. I just am like, I can't solve it. Cause it's I've only a ever been disappointed. I know you get disappointed, like preemptive. Because I've been there too many times. Nicholas. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> There are certain things that I'm not bougie about. I'll drink any cheap coffee. I don't care. The cheaper, the better. There are certain things that mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not fancy about. There's a lot of things I'm not fancy about. Okay. And then there's a few things that, and I consider this a detriment to myself. I'm not proud of it. There are certain things that I am a complete picky bee about. And absolutely chowder is at the top of that list. Yeah. So I want to go there. The computer bag. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do it. <laughs> Uh, just bring it up, old shit. <laughs> okay. uh, you are picky me about chatter, though, so I'm so excited you get to have some. I mean, you're picky about literally everything. I know, but I, I, I take the bull by the horns. You know what I mean? I do too. No, I don't. I, yes, that I, story is that story is you being so sad. <laughs> but <laughs> you I may not be able to help you. 
it's okay to recognize and vocalize whatever you're feeling in the moment, Muriel. To- so if I'm feeling, if I see chowder on a on a menu and I know it's not going to be good, I get to feel sad about that. Okay, <laughs> before that's a, you even taste it. That's a legitimate <laughs> feeling. Okay, you have to recognize it, allow it, investigate it, and then nourish it. Okay, uh-huh. rain. <laughs> You have to be mindful in the moment. Recognize that you're feeling sad about it. Allow the sadness to be there. Investigate it. Where is the sadness happening? Is it in my chest? Whatever. And then nourish it by saying, that's okay, chest. You know, I love you. It's okay. Some people are picky bees about chowder. You're in good company. You know, give your little your little stomach. Maybe your stomach is kind of sad. You know, give that a little rub. Nicholas. That's normal. I take that's my version of taking the bull by the horns. And what I don't do is I don't order clam chowder. I'm no, not going to like. And what I am doing is going back to the source to make sure that it's still good to keep myself accountable so that my standards are justified. You don't think it's funny on some level that every time you open a menu that has clam chowder on it, you go, I know it's not going to be good. <laughs> You know what, Mario? I think it's really funny. I think that there's humor in life, okay? So I see oh, I see a you? smile in the sky, all right? Yeah. But I also... <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. All right, anyway. I'm excited to get some chatter. I guess it's the world story. Well, we're going to get it, baby. I know, I know. I think that this is the thing. I feel like it's in my sunny bones... sunny again, by the way. I think this is going to go off the rails today. What do you think is going to happen? I just think we're going to be like, <laughs> I don't know. We've been trying to debate all day is mm. if we should just like run around downtown doing stuff uh-huh. or specifically try a few steamers and then buy some stuff to make steamers and make them at the house to see if we can make the perfect Seattle steamer. Right. That's the one clean version of the episode. And then the other version of the episode is like, I'm already like, I'm having a beer with lunch. <laughs> yeah. We're going to run around downtown. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what's up. Let's put a coin in the pig. Let's fuck. <laughs> a coin in the pig. I want to go see if like the rain, the walk of rain, you know, outside of Westlake, if that's still open. I'm like already just, what is, what do these places look like now? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So we're just fully throwing ourselves into our teenager mindset. We thought we had a very mature adult approach to this type of podcasting. Right. I was uh, like, ah, man, we, I really want to just have a clean podcast about a good old steamer. Big fat steamer. <laughs> just steaming. They're going to think it's poop. That's hilarious. <laughs> I was really excited about that. And that's like, now, I, now I'm like, okay, we're going to take the light rail, get off the light rail, go run around, Yeah, you know, like go up and down. I'm going to see if this other place is still open. I want to yeah. go see if I can feed the seagulls. What about that cookie spot? Like, who's around you know what i mean like i'm already feeling like very uh what's it called i don't know mischievous uh, mischievous yeah i just remember <laughs> one time when we were visiting i always think about the pike place market when i return to it now there's um a pretty severe uh homeless population going on down there that are um muriel has been attacked multiple times <laughs> i have been attacked multiple times there's always that element of edge to it <laughs> this one time this dude started screaming it was when we were living in chicago yeah and we were visiting and this dude was just screaming in my face he was like get out of here you're a pedophile i know about you you're a pedophile you think you can hide out in the open you can't you're a pedophile Which- go back to chicago <laughs> i forgot about that and i was like oh damn <laughs> So anyways, that's in, in the mix somehow. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I think one time right outside the Pike Place yeah. Market, I got punched in the stomach by a tiny woman who I we just wasn't expecting it. We weren't talking. <laughs> she was just hopped up on something. She just yeah. looked me up and down, and then she just turned around and socked me in the stomach and then ran across the street, and she started doing that, like, what, what, like that, like yeah. trying to get me to fight her. And I was like, you're acting, <laughs> I always say this, when somebody's trying to like get at me, you know, yeah. it's just like, hey, calm down. You're acting crazy. Just yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah. And then I go, what's wrong with you? And then this guy standing next to me was like, hey, leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she just punched me. She's like, she's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. We also just witnessed these people get into a fight because this dude, this lady had built a fire outside of her tent. Oh, yeah. And then this dude was kicking sand on it and then she was throwing sticks at him. Yeah. And it was just like, this is, I think that that whatever's going on, like obviously everything is a little bit 
rough and dangerous and and a complete tragedy and right, a breakdown of society. Kind of, and there's one piece that's like I think the guy made the right choice about not having fire being introduced <laughs> to the situation. It was just in the grass. Yeah, it right. was a really bad choice. Uh, you know, so Seattle's got all kinds that's of stuff. That's just to a offer. part. It's of a the, part of the glittering jewel. Yeah, there's the that. Emerald City. It's a bright, shining, beautiful, sunny slash rainy, cloudy downpour of a Sunday. Yeah. Or wait, what's today? Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we got to get on this train. Let's do it, baby. It's so fancy and futuristic, clean and nice. Next stop, Mount Baker. It's already started and stopped raining about 10 times since our journey began. Okay, so when you walk into like the core of the Pike Place Market corridor, you smell coffee, the ocean, and fish and chips. And weed. <laughs> and it's really crazy, like that never will change. Yeah, right. Yeah. It actually hit us a few blocks away from the Pike Place Market. Yeah, because it's funky. <laughs> Yeah, and then you can walk lot. into pockets, and some pockets are like, ooh, that's fish and chips, and those, oh, that's some weed. Yeah, right. So we already had our first steamers. Yes. The big thing that happened is, I don't know what we were thinking, but it's Saturday, and there's just huge lines. So we were like, let's go get our chowder first, get so we can get Nick's, uh, you know, uh, whatever experiment out of the way and of course there's just 300 people in line because it's the best chowder in the whole world so we dipped on that idea and we went we got our first set of steamers and we were also decided to go with prawns too just to see what was up there's so many thoughts okay so first thing is the prawns were terrible i know what the hell is we went to lowell's which is like a big famous spot here at pike place market and it was not good. I know. What did you think of those steamers? They were medium. I'm right now building a case about how I'm going to make the best steamers in the world, but I think I'm being an asshole about it. Well, why? <laughs> because why would I know how to do that? You know what I mean? Like, I just have an idea. I have a, I think the real deal is is that I have a specific uh, style of Pacific Northwestern steamers yes. that I really like. Yes. That is not in all Seattle restaurants, and I think it's uh-huh. like so. I like mine like like le- more lemony, uh-huh, less uh-huh. broth, more salty, like more reduced. I have an idea. Oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, I I like mine real brothy, man. The kinds we make out of out of my grandma's are like the broth is super. Thin and effervescent, definitely lemony, but not reduced for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna reduce mine. I think that's what I like the most is like it to be a tiny bit thickened. Yeah. And like, not not super thick like gravy or anything yeah. or sauce, but just slightly thickened, so it kind of coats everything. Well, one thing that I've really decided already is that we'll see how these steamers are. We also might go to the third place and get even more. Right, or go there. <laughs> then we're gonna go home and eat them. It sounds like a nightmare. Um, <laughs> it's just like that uh, Homer Simpson in hell when he's just getting the donuts shoved in his mouth. And well, but you remember he the loves end of it. that, he loves it. Yeah, he does love it. So we'll see how that goes. But when you go clam hunting, like when you're out in the wild, Stop. you know, and you have your shovel and the calluses are on your, thank you, uh, the calluses are on your hands and the waves are at your toenails <clears throat> and the gooey ducks are shooting their little water up at you and everything the barnacles are shredding your knees the clams are bigger right and i think like smaller clams are maybe supposed to be more tender or something yeah but the big fat ones you get out in the actual wild are actually more tender well i don't agree with you but i like your uh, i like your spirit <laughs> okay, so right now we got. Like you are being an asshole. You're right. You're right about that. I have like a really strong opinion about this that I feel like I don't have the right to have, but I do. Okay, so the other thing is, is that right now we're on the second floor of the Athenian, and that's another really classic spot. That's where they um, film pieces of Sleepless in Seattle. And oh, did they? 
Dude, we just took a picture in front of the poster. For I know, but I just thought the poster was just around. What did they put? What did they film here? What scene? One of the scenes. I don't know. <laughs> Probably when they're hanging out. Oh yeah, there's like the guys, like his friend or whatever, an architecture friend or something. Yeah. That movie sucks. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the most perfect thing. It's like a beautiful picture frame window. You can see. I mean, this is like. I gotta say, nine yeah. times out of ten, it's like way nine times out of ten. What do I say? So far, the Athenian is beating Lowell's butt. This is yeah. like <clears throat> my expectations are much higher. I know, but Lowell's really underdelivered. I know. So and this place... they were recommended by the Eater. Oh wow, the Eater. I always pay attention to the Eater. I like them. Right? I know. I like. We're from Seattle. There's only two places to go, anyways, in the Pike Place Market, and we like looked up the Eater to see what they said we should. I can't do. remember what the names were. And now yeah. you're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the great uh, merry-go-round of the Seattle passive-aggressive slash aggressive-aggressive. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna update in a second because I have huge expectations for what I'm about to eat. And I'm super excited. All right. Mm. Yummy. <laughs> Huddled in the corner of a brick alleyway in the Pike Place Market. It's raining. We just bought two $9 cups of chowder. And now we're eating them under an awning because there's nowhere to sit. <laughs> it's all rainy, man. It's okay. all wet. But I want to start with really the most yeah. important part, which was we just had the best steamers in the entire world at the Athenian. So if you're planning a trip uh, to Seattle or you're curious, or you live in Seattle, if you had to choose between Lowell's and the Athenian, which mm. looked the same at the outside. No contest. Mm. The Athenian was so much better. Their shrimp were incredible. The mm. prawns, mm. out of this world. Mm -hmm. And then their steamers come with mixed clams and mussels. And it, it, was, it tastes just like Grandma's house. It was so good. It was good. insanely it was I mean, so I cannot believe how good that was. Okay, and you wouldn't expect that because the other thing is the price point's like a third lower than Lowell's. It's way cheaper. It's way cheaper and the line is short. Lowell's is like more famous, kind of. I don't know what's going on. I feel like this is like Twilight Zone, but I don't know. We got into the Athenian. They were super nice and everything was perfect and the place is awesome. I fell in love with that place. That's crazy. Yeah, it was as good as steamers can be in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. That shit was delicious. And the prawns were perfect. Oh, everything was perfect. My God. And then we just stayed in line for 30 minutes to get Pike Place chowder. And it's exactly the way I remember it being. Yes, they give you ponchos. So I'm rocking a Pike Place chowder bright yellow poncho. Right. Just everybody's making it. fun of you. <laughs> well, everyone's wearing them, too. I think what happened was it was pouring down rain. So everyone ahead of me had them, but then it got a lot less, and I'm the only person wearing it now. Well, the DoorDash guy thought you were hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he thought I worked there. Uh -huh. uh, he laughed in my face like three times. Yeah, so and then he came great. back before he left, and he goes, hey, hey, hey bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we have to find Muriel a lobster roll or a crab no, roll. No, this is what happened. Uh, my favorite thing in the world is a lobster roll. But I actually like Dungeness Crab better. And there's one place that I know that sells them, and it's Pike Place Chowder. Which we were just in line for 30 minutes to get. Mm -hmm. And we got to the end, we were going to order one, and then Nick looked at the thing and said, it's too expensive. <laughs> I was like, it was, I was just shocked. It was $30. I was like, well, we can't get that, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Muriel took the high road and didn't want to argue prices with me in front of the reg cashier guy and then she did get her roll and i feel so bad i cock blocked the crab rolls so hard i have to make it up for you to you now you can't we're not going to do that i'm going to stand in line a whole another no, 30 minutes stop, get stop. soaking wet <laughs> another crab no, roll. no you you made your bed <laughs> i'm so sorry that's okay you know you wanted to you have made a choice, and I made a choice, and it's fine. Now we're here where we are. Yeah. We're going to do something different. I mean, look, we have an extra $30. <laughs>
our home safe and sound. I was like, look at us getting home before 2 a.m. I thought it was like 1.30 in the morning. Literally 8.30 p.m. Well, it started getting dark at 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome yeah. to Seattle. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we did it. We There's a lot. We're going to talk about it in the morning. Uh, Muriel, any uh, moments that any... How are you feeling in the moment? I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. We went to... Uh, the Starbucks on the corner of, what is that, Pike and First? Yes. Which everyone, I think, thinks is the original Starbucks. <laughs> which but it is it not. Is not on any level. And we had a little bit of espresso, and then we came alive. And then we went to the Alibi Room, which I think might have been my either first or second time ever. Yeah. And it was really fun. It was great. We did all, you know, it was, uh, we had a whole... We had a day at the Pike Place. All right. I know. I got blasted, dude. I feel like I got blasted in the face by <laughs> steamers. Steamers <laughs> and Pike Place and Seattle. My hair's in knots. I'm freezing. But I feel good. Like I really yeah. did it. Yeah. We did not bring steamers home, so we're not cooking them tonight. That's a no go. You can't eat two pounds of steamers and then be like oh let's make some more steamers (laughs) let's let's try to perfect the recipe listen i could have done that if i had some restraint at some point but we had none we were home though and it's so early this is nice we're gonna have a really good night's sleep and wake up tomorrow 5 30 a.m go for a run we're gonna go for a little bike or a hike or whatever people do we're not gonna do anything we're gonna wake up and record this podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm going to hunch over the computer and like research things for seven hours. Yeah, right. All right, yeah. great. All right. Well, everyone, I just wanted to mainly check in because I know you guys were worried about us. We thought, wow, Nick and Muriel out there. Who knows what happened to them? We really hope that they survived. And we did. We're home. We're good. We did it. That was so fun. I know. I know. But I don't feel like talking about it. I'm over it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you in the morning. Sweet dreams. Hello, everyone. It's time for an ad. This episode of Hell in Your 30s is brought to you by Paula M., who's been a member of our Patreon for a while and our member of the Muriel's Murders Patreon for a while. And she just even upped her pledge on the Hell in Your 30s Patreon. Paulette, this is for you. Because of you, we just are loving life. Yes, thank you, Paulette. And you know what? I'm so excited this was all about steamers because I don't know why. I guess she's a chef chef and she's amazing. So we love you. We've got some really, really... uh, (laughs) Vegan ass Patreon episodes coming up this month. We put out two every month. There, we have a really good time with them. They're a little different over there. If you sign up, all that money goes directly towards me and Muriel's, uh, you know, funds for episodes like this, and we appreciate it so dearly. All right, back to the uh, scheduled programming. sunshine hi nikki wow my date night girl (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i'm awake all right well as you guys heard in our check-in last night we uh did not bring steamers home to cook last night Mm -hmm. but almost immediately upon waking up miro goes you know i mean they sell steamers at the pcc i still think we should do it (laughs) (laughs) but i took it back i took it back i think if we want to do it we'll do it on our patreon i'll teach everyone how to do it my way (laughs) yes inspired off um the athenian yes and grandma virginia's house uh tradition of steamers yeah 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 oh my god there was a lot of things that happened yesterday first of all we did let loose a little bit in the beginning we talked about what direction we were going to take yeah well obviously that direction is going to be off the rails whatever direction that is (laughs) it's uh off the rails but it was very fun we Got to see a lot of different things. We got to, uh, gosh, well, I will say this. What? I think we've covered it already. What? But um, I got mad at you for not letting me eat that crap roll. Yeah. 
And so we kind of had chowder. And then I was like, I'm so mad at you for not, I'm mad at you for questioning that. It was not that reasonable, I'm going to say. In the light of day, we had obviously two bowls of steamers. (laughs) We were literally not hungry by the time we even got the chowder. I know. We were were trying chowder in the rain. We were eating like a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) The raindrops were going in the rain. Of course, that was like the least ideal situation to eat. Some sort of fancy ass crab roll. Of course. Listen, I'm not going to say that that's like, that was so dumb. I I was, I was mad at you for doing that because I couldn't believe that you did it. But really it was very unreasonable on my part. And I'm just going to admit (laughs) that. But Nick ate a bunch of chowder and thought he was going to poop in his pants. <laughs> so then I guess it was right at that critical <laughs> junction of like, hold on, are we going to, is this going to ruin our day? That and Nick goes, a- he goes, we have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, how about we walk down to this bar? <laughs> we went to this other beer spot. So we had to walk through the crowded ass Pike Place Market. It was f- full on traffic jam. And uh, I did barge my way through the little whatever. I was not trying to talk to someone about getting a table. I went where I wasn't supposed to go and I did make it to the bathroom, but only after clench speed walking (laughs) (laughs) with my furious wife through (laughs) the most jam-packed. I didn't know exactly what was going on, but I wasn't talking to you and I was like feeling like I wanted to just give you a small punishment. (laughs) You didn't say anything until afterwards, but I I knew there was panic in the air. It was panic in the air. It was, I was, it was, I was pretty, (laughs) <laughs> pretty nervous it was just like okay if i do poop in my pants in the pipe place market <laughs> you know it'll be punishment on me and that'll be the god saying never don't allow your wife to get a crab roll ever again and that would be there would be some poetic justice there but the problem is unless you just ghosted me it would also be at least somewhat your problem i i know and we had talked about that afterwards and i was like i might i don't know i know it would be somewhat my problem yeah it's all my problem. <laughs> That's marriage. <laughs> well, Muriel's like that. Uh, the intro for this episode because you called it the Seattle steamer like it was poop, but really <laughs> Seattle squirter. <laughs> Nick, stop! Nobody wants it. Was brothy. Stop! Stop! That's horrible. Uh, so, anyways, we do have plans to go back to the Pike Place Market when it's going to be sunny. You have plans. No, it exists. We're going to go back and get a crab roll. I might just, you know, stew in my own juices. <laughs> it's okay. Now you're the one doing it. Uh, no, I want. I, I, of course, I want a crab roll. That sounds. I love that. Mm-hmm. And let's just go when we actually are not stuffed and just forcing ourselves to eat chowder. Here's the other ironic thing. Mm. I didn't even really enjoy the chowder that much. I know. Well, it was right, like pouring down rain. Yeah. And there was nowhere to stand. We were underneath an umbrella. You guys kind of heard that. But it wasn't pleasant. And I was like, is this... Is this the thing I've been holding on to that has forced me to reject all other clam chowders all these years? See, I'm glad you're saying that to yourself yeah. because I do think that you're tripping about that a little bit. Yeah, and I'm going I'm to loosen should, my like, grip. Yeah, loosen yeah. your grip because clam chowder is clam chowder, you know? Yes. Ain't no big deal. <laughs> so we recovered. We had, we had a, not a really a fight, but a stormy interaction. <laughs> it was, it was... Well, you were unhappy and I was beside myself because I regretted it so bad. So well, right- at first I was like, I was like, that's lame. Like yeah. literally we were just walking by a fishmonger and Nick looked at a thing that was, I don't know, a bunch of shrimp that were like $28 a pound. And you're <laughs> like, we should just get some of these for dinner. <laughs> so I was definitely side-eyeing you really know, hard. But I then know. you kept being like, did I ruin that? I'm sorry. And I was like, stop apologizing because I'm going to get Made me so much more mad for some uh, reason. Well, I mean, I think I come out of this looking a lot worse than you do. I don't know. I don't know. The the very <laughs> funny thing is, right as soon as we made up, right, we were loving each other again. We started walking up the little hill, and there was a man out there smoking weed in public, and he had the wild eyes, and he looked at me and said, "You'd make a good werewolf." <laughs> and then it goes, "Hey, man, thanks." <laughs> you know why? And I meant it. Cause and you actually said this, so I'm just copying your joke. But uh, it looks like he's seen a couple of werewolves in real life. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. He's yeah. seen a werewolf or two, yeah. and that's awesome that he's like really, you know, letting dialed me know. in. Yeah, he's dialed in. He had an open heart and very, um, you know, smoky eyes. 
and yeah. he saw something. So that happened immediately after we made up. Then we went to the Can Can, which is an amazing cabaret down in the Pike Place that has since moved since the last time we were there into like a bigger, fancier venue. But they have a little little cocktail lounge. It's really, really comfortable. Absolutely loving it. We get down and Muriel, um, out of spite, orders the most expensive cocktail <laughs> on the list. I'll take the Josephine Baker, please. I go, what's in it? She goes, it's the most expensive one on the menu. I go, no. What I said was, oh, it's half a lobster roll. (laughs) (laughs) And then from there, that's after that moment is when we fully made up. Yeah, we fully made up after that. That that was really funny. Yeah, I still had some bitterness, but not towards you, just in the general air of things. But that's good for me because it makes me funnier. So then we hung out for a while. I want to say something about that bar. That was the first time since the pandemic. It was a pretty empty bar and the booth we were in was really uh, comfortable. And I was just kind of enjoying it. And like there's like a cabaret in the back. So like dancers were like kind of hanging out. It's sort of like an artsy, you know, people do stuff. Anyways, it was the first time I've really relaxed in a bar in two years. I felt I know you were. Well, it's funny. I'm not trying to like crap on this at all, Uh but (laughs) This is what the bar was like. Very brightly lit. Uh, everyone, natural light wasn't brightly lit. There's natural. There, light. all the lights were on. It was very brightly lit, and it was the bar was pretty cool, but it's very like garish, you know, like big gold things hanging from it's the like ceiling. It's like burlesque, so it's, everything is like Josephine Baker themed, or right? Whatever. But it's very bright, yeah. right? And everything is hot pink. And when you walk in, the bar has like 10 seats, but they're all these like lounge booths. Yeah. The booths are set up to be like fine dining, you yeah. know? So like they have tablecloths and like napkin roll ups and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. So every time anybody walked, I thought I loved how much you loved that bar. Yeah. Cause you were just like, you were really like, yeah, like so melty and like into it, I which I loved. Yeah. And the music was really good and the people were nice. But I mean, like, it was the most insane, like, <laughs> Lisa Frank bar. Like, Lisa, Lisa Frank meets, like, you clown know. Clown house Clown house. I mean, I was just yeah. like, I, it was so ridiculous that everyone who came into the bar after us walked in and goes, um, is this a bar? They go, <laughs> can we sit down? And we were sitting at, like, a fine dining table, like, in this, with all these napkins. Yeah, shit. right, with, like, a throne, uh bench that we were sitting in yeah i mean it was pretty ridiculous and i just love that out of all the places we went that was like (laughs) you know why because i could lean into the wall kind of you know i had a little corner to slouch in i think there were lots of reasons why but i think it fit your aesthetic really really well like if you want to you can talk all day about like i love a dive bar which you know we do but what you really want is a hot pink (laughs) cushioned booth (laughs) with gold gilding most insane like teal hot pink bar you could ever imagine <laughs> sipping like uh, pim's cups <laughs> yeah. come on man that was hilarious we got a drink and then i was ready to go yeah. and then you were like oh let's just have another drink and i was like okay whatever like that's fine we're relaxed good music yeah and then you were like you know let's just have another drink and hang out here and i was like we're leaving <laughs> we've been here for like an hour <laughs> we were trying to go see i was like i'm not gonna sit here all night <laughs> that was so funny uh, yeah i just love that that was your like your spiritual like resting place ah uh, well yeah, I was just loving it. I had made up with my wife. I had been got, got called a werewolf by a man who's, who knows. Yeah. Uh, I was just loving it. So then we went and got a coffee. I think we mentioned that last night. And then Muriel had her first run in with a guy. The, everybody's really hopped up around Pike Place. Yeah. And that was like we said earlier, you know, I uh, we've been like pushed and like chased by people yeah. and like whatever. And this guy kept walking back and forth. We were sitting outside having coffee and it's raining. It's really beautiful. And this guy it's packed. There's all these people and this guy whose butt is completely out of his pants. He's like running back and forth on the thing. He's drinking uh beer. Yeah. And he, I saw him from across the street and we made eye contact and I was like, 
that man is going to throw that beer in my face. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts walking towards me. And he wasn't acting mad. Yeah. But I just knew he was going to do it. And he knew he was going to do it. And then he faked me out at the last minute. But he walked right up to me and spl- like fake splashed it. So no beer came out. Yeah. But he flinched me. You know, and yeah. I go, ah. <laughs> and then he was, then he was gone. And he was gone. He didn't. Th- that was the only. I think I created that with my mind. Yeah. Like I think he had a really open mind. And I had a really specific thought right he got your he knew what you were thinking i looked at him and i was like you're gonna throw that in my face i said i thought that he was 20 feet away from me and i was like he's gonna throw that in my face <laughs> and then he totally was like you want to see <laughs> so we were just communicating with people out there yeah it was pretty fun and then uh and then we decided that after all that you know <sighs> That was so fun. And yeah. then we ended at the Alibi Room. Yeah, which is a great, great bar. Yeah. And, and very affordable. I got to say, if anyone is out in Seattle or wants to go to the Pike Place Market, the Alibi is, is affordable. Yeah, the, it was probably the, the cheapest the spot. The cheapest drinks. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Yeah. yeah. And it was the vibe was great. We yeah. had this hilarious, like, 14-year-old waiter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was pretty funny, too, because, like, everyone who works there, it's like the cooks are kind of, like, badass you know, guys with tattoos and there's like a fire there and they're doing like wood fire pizzas and the bartenders, you know, kind of a classic sort of like mixologist dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like maybe he also works on motorcycles, you know, like he's not fully like, you know, um, like frou-frou or whatever. And then the girls working there are super glamorous. And then our server was just like (laughs) Opie or something. No, he was like, what's that kid from The Simpsons? He's like, Mrs. Grimaple. Like the one who has the cracked voice. He was just so (laughs) young. And he kept doing this thing. Well, he he was pretty calm. I thought he was pretty confident, Uh but he was just bobbing and weaving. Like (laughs) his favorite thing to do (laughs) is to come over to the table and say, like we sit down and pick up the menu. He goes, uh, do you guys know what you want yet? And we go, you know what? Can we have just a second? Because we have to look things over. And I wa- this man walked around the dining room and came back to our table literally less than 30 seconds later. It's <laughs> like, y'all ready? <laughs> and he did that every time. He'd drop something and come check up on it. And it'd be like slightly closer to my mouth than when he was <laughs> Which I just love. It's fine. It was well, like- he probably can't stand anywhere where the other co-workers are because they'll eat him alive he's so cute i mean he was so cute i'm sure the girls just have a field day with him and the dudes probably just love messing with them i mean he like we ordered like a a little dessert thing and uh he forgot it which is completely fine yeah but um instead of trying he did this thing and sometimes i do this too but he kept coming back to check on us yeah. like over and over again. And I think it was maybe three times in maybe three minutes, something like that. He goes, everything going okay? Yeah, yeah great. Drinks? How's the drink? Drink's good? And we're like, yeah, yeah. Comes back, how's, you know, everything's looking good for you over here? You already cleaned our plates. And the third time we came back, he's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we're just waiting on that dessert. And then he just was like, what? Like, you can just see it was great man i remember those days oh like i used to work there you know so like for me like i worked at a bunch of different places in the pike place market and i like uh, like serving food or selling stuff and like so i kind of know what that the backdrop of that culture is because i spent years down there working at different not years but like you know off and on for years yeah, yeah like in high school and early college yeah and I just, uh, I don't know. I just have like a really like strong feeling in my heart about working there. And I know it's great. I would work at the alibi room. That was I, good. That I, looks very That's fun. good vibes. Yeah. And I, it was like definitely a local crowd. Yeah. You know, I really, I, I thought that place was great. I would totally want to work there. Yeah. For what it's worth, everyone, we know, you know, but by that point in the night, we did feel like we needed to finish our shenanigans with the pizza. So if anyone <laughs> thinks like, wow, Nick and Muriel aren't living that hell in your 30s life anymore or, you know, they're whatever. If you think we're lacking dedication to this cause, I need you to know that, of course, we ordered pizza. You know what I will say? Mm-hmm. I We didn't eat before we went to go get the steamers, so we didn't really eat I was like, this episode's insane. But I feel like what we did was we had like steamers and a cup of chowder. Well, you order a pound of steamers. They're not weighing the meat. They're weighing the shells. (laughs) It's like 
five ounces. It's less than that. It's like two ounces of clammy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. <laughs> but anyway, it felt very gluttonous at the time, but I actually don't think it was too bad. It was a lot of booze, though. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, damn. Because I just, I don't know, man. I just had a bug in me. Yeah. But it was really fun. She says as she literally stretches <laughs> like a, like a, I was going to say like the Lion King holding up the baby, but I guess... That doesn't make any sense. I that wasn't even what I was doing. I know it didn't look like it. Also, the Lion King isn't who holds up the baby, and he's not stretching when he does it. <laughs> his arms are outstretched. I don't know. Maybe you look like Kanye West flying through the air in his new music video. Okay. Well, okay. Great. Uh, I think Nick you, Gasolini, <laughs> king of the metaphor. <laughs> That's just a little preview for our Patreon. We are going to do a little Drake versus Kanye thing. Yes, coming up, coming here, up so. here, and I might make some steamers. <laughs> All right, well, there is one last sort of thing I want to say. I want to give a, a lot of love to everyone who's down at the Pike Place Market because I know it was a lot of tourists, right? And I believe a lot of locals. But there was this amazing thing that you kind of pointed this out, Miro, so I'm just stealing your thunder left and right. But <laughs> the thing about being a tourist at the Pike Place Market, at least on this time of year, is you have to be in the rain. And it's a part of it. And people are standing in line. I mean, there was probably 10 or 15 restaurants or shops or whatever that had big lines of people waiting. It was pretty cool. Like, I thought, I think when we left Seattle, that was about 13 years ago, yeah. going on 14 years ago. And it was just a really different city. You know, people, mm -hmm. there just weren't as many people here. It was yeah. just a lot quieter. Even in busy tourist seasons in the summertime, you still didn't see crowds the way we saw. Yeah. And I just thought it was, A, really cool to see people coming to this awesome spot. I love the Pike Place yeah, Market, right. and I love that people love it. And, you know, there is really good food down there. And so it was exciting to me to see these places that I know do amazing work that have been doing amazing work for years. Yeah. Right. Like years since I was a teenager, you know, like, like well, way before that, I like mean, that's Le Penier. knew it, knew about it, but you know, they've been existing forever. Yeah. They've been yeah. for like, I mean, they're like institutions at this yeah. point. And now when you walk down there, they have lines completely out the door the and around place. Yeah. And around the block, the Poroshki place. Like they, when I was, like working down there as yeah. a teenager, there was never a like fat line for the Poroshki place, yeah, right. you know, but they, I would always go there and just be like, this place is so good, you yeah, know, yeah. but it's really good. And the French bakery and like, there are just so many the cinnamon know, beachers. Roll spot. Yes. Yeah. Beachers yeah. and cheese thing. Yeah. Like there's so many, uh, places that you would be like, I think of definitively being these like Northwestern, gems you know yeah, yeah and it's awesome to see that place packed but to see this like you know homage be given this or whatever like this honor be given yeah, to these yeah. spots that like have worked really really hard you I know, know yeah like the guy i used to, i you know we had talked about pike place market and <laughs> i don't know these guys will never listen to this podcast they used to have i used to work at a diner called the charleston street cafe in west seattle and there were two owners and one of the owner was uh, this terrible dude who used to terrorize all the waitresses and like make people cry. He, I broke up a, a plate once like this is a diner. So a scuffed yeah. up white plate. Yeah. Uh, and he yelled at me in front of a bunch of people and told me I owed him forty five dollars. <laughs> and another time he ran into me as hard as he could, did not say behind I had a pot of coffee in my hand. It splashed in the face of an elderly gentleman. And then he grabbed my arm and yelled at me. <laughs> he says, watch out who's behind you or something like that. Yeah. Like crazy mean guy, right? Yeah. So that's the one guy. Oh, he also fired me one time because I overslept. Uh, and then the other guy, the good cop, Yeah. he uh, was really nice. And he, <laughs> when I got fired by the mean guy, I called him kind of like in tears. And I'm like, I just want to say, I really love working for you guys. Yeah, and I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, sweet young Miriam. And I was like, I'm so sorry about this, but you know, I hope you know, you all do well. And he just goes, you're not fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And I came back and the, the evil dude had like scratched my name off of all of the call sheets. Like as yeah. if like, you know, like a kid with a pen in their fist, like God, right like, in their hey. yearbook. Like <laughs> I'm not friends with Becky anymore. Crazy. Like, of course this guy's a psycho. Yeah. And uh, anyway, they split up at some point. I don't know all the history of it, but the good guy got the chowder business and the evil guy got the cafe is from yeah. what I remember. And the cafe closed down, but the chowder place is doing gangbusters. And we saw him yesterday, Yeah, but we were there. We were eating. And I I mean, I don't remember his name or anything. So I wasn't like, hey, uh, Jeff, or whatever his name is. But I saw him and he was like there just tidying up trays and popping his head in and getting some chowder yeah, and then bounced out in the blood and sweat yeah but yeah. It, and it's also like that place is a huge cash cow and he's been working in the seattle yeah. restaurant scene for 30 years right and it's awesome that he gets to like enjoy the benefit of really amazing good work totally. you know and yeah. that was really cool but anyway that's awesome and so it's cool to see these tourists and also like the people who live here kind of yeah. honoring these things. But also it was just really fun to see everybody out in the rain without umbrellas. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Like people were just chill. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Cause I remember at least for me, like when we were growing up and there were less people, it's like, that was a whole thing is if you're from Seattle, you don't use an umbrella. Right? I don't think I ever, ever even owned an umbrella. And I don't remember my parents doing it except for, I think my dad did on like certain business things. Yeah. Like, a, like you'd have one. I mean, sometimes we'd get cute ones, but like for the most part, I, like my coats were just wool, you know, yeah. like they weren't even fully waterproof. Yeah. It was like, you know, you didn't, it, that's just the way it was. So you kind of feel like it's a part of the thing and yeah. it's never really that cold, you know? Right. And uh, I don't know. I, well, it was cool to see all these tourists walking around just getting kind of misted. Yeah, but not me, baby, because I got my yellow poncho on. I know. Walking around like a freaking wizardly, elderly Pikachu. Uh, you know? Well, like a Pikachu slash werewolf, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the noise a Pikachu werewolf I makes. Was <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Screeching. <laughs> Ah, okay, okay, no, okay, I, I okay. lost it. I lost it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. listening. The music in this episode is brought to you by The Klein Party. If you're ever in Seattle, check out an incredible restaurant right in the Pike Place Market. It's super iconic. It's called The Pink Door. It's a really, really fun time. They have great live music, and The Klein Party plays there regularly. Did I say that word correctly? Regularly. We love the Klein party. And, um, you know, if you don't know this, my dad is the bass player. And they put on a really, it's like a party time. It's like people really, really dig the music and the vibes are great. So check out the Klein party at the Pink Door. If you ever find yourself, uh, you know, wanting to hang out at the Pike Place Market. Love it. Thank you to Ryan and Ryder Campfire Media. Thank you to Joey for our other music. The theme song. (laughs) All right. Um, I still don't know if we're eating steamers again tonight or not. Uh, all right. This has been, this has been great. It has been great. Thank you for my date night. I'm very embarrassed. I got mad at you about that crab roll. I'm so embarrassed that I said we couldn't buy it. <laughs> so I guess we're just stuck in that limbo forever. Uh, sounds great. <laughs> Ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at nine Cloverfield lane? Or what if I told you that Dr. Loomis's worst patient wasn't Michael Myers? I'm Adam Peacock, host of the podcast My Neighbors Are Dead. Join me each week as I talk to the lesser-known characters from your favorite horror films. Each week is an all-new, fully improvised journey into the unknown featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy, horror, and beyond. New episodes every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Campfire.